Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Dean, and we'd like to let you know where you can find us. The best way to find our socials is on our link tree at the Baron's Hideout, which has our Twitter, Instagram, and podcast links. And you can find me on Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce, on Facebook under Dean Sharp, and also my website, www.deanofthedead.com. Lastly, if you wish to support us further, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $1 a month. Now, to the show. essential picks um last couple weeks have been very very crazy with organizing the live event and you know trying to watch as many films as i can on Screenbox to get these episodes out for you guys on a weekly basis um i think starting this week i'm going to be putting out uh, at least two um Screenbox essential picks films because i'm trying to keep up and i want to make sure you guys who are you know, going onto the service now and seeing all the amazing things that they're putting on there to know what you should be looking out for. Um, so I'm going to be diving into ones that have been on the service for a long time, mixing with the ones that are being added now. Um, and I will eventually, hopefully, get to do full reviews on most of these films that I have been putting on these lists. Because um, a lot of them are really fun, and I I can't do the film a lot of justice on the essential picks episodes because I'm not trying to spoil anything for you guys. I'm trying to rope you in and to go and watch these films and to essentially get onto Screenbox because what they're doing lately has been phenomenal. We have the Robert and England documentary dropping tomorrow. Um, or the day that you guys listening to this, this would be out on that day. So obviously that's one you guys need to check out. But that's not what's on this list today. Um, the two films that I want to highlight and add to this essential picks list for everybody um, are two brand new ones that they just put onto the service within the last couple weeks. Um, and I enjoy both of these and... I have found a new series that I am in love with, um, mainly because I haven't seen it in such a long time. Um, and then a sequel to one that we have started this Essential Picks off with, essentially. I think it was on the second episode, is that we talked about the first film in this series. So right off the bat, what I want to talk about is Subspecies. This is a full moon feature that is on screen box and this is something that they're going to be integrating i think a little bit more down the line um for what i've been been told is that they're going to be adding some more full moon features onto the service um and before we start talking about this there's like a there's like a cheese to full moon films that i adore so much um it's 
it's quirky, it's it's crazy, it's funny, it's a bit tacky, but it's so enjoyable. It is the definition of popcorn film, in my opinion. You just throw it on, grab yourself some popcorn, get a nice drink, and just sit back and enjoy the the crazy storytelling and and crazy just ideas that, that Charles Band um has and what he does with his filmmakers and for his service and subspecies is a film that came out and it was 1991 i believe that was direct to video and this is um a series that i didn't find out about until about maybe 2003 2004 when i was really starting to get into horror and and renting movies um, we had a mom and pop shop that was close by to my mom's house. Um, there was Blockbuster too, but there was also a couple other video stores that would go to and and rent and buy VHSs from. And they had this one on the shelf, and it was a while before we picked it. Um, we went through a lot of like the um, the bigger ones. I say bigger because like you talk about them now, and everybody's talking about like house and um um. Uh, brain damage and and um, brain dead and all these other things that were that were going through these uh, mom and pop shops. Not so much on Blockbuster. So we when we couldn't find something in Blockbuster that we thought was entertaining enough for that weekend, when I was staying at my mom's house, we would go to the mom and pop mom and pop shop. And I saw the cover for this, and then I saw it had to do with vampires, and I was like, oh, let's fucking do it. And we watched this, and I loved it because of how cool the vampire looked and the sets, and it was in Transylvania and everything. It was so fun. And being able to revisit this now, I didn't even know that this was turned into a series. I didn't. I thought it was just the first film, and that was it because the the uh, the rental spots around me didn't have any more. It was just this one. And um, there was a couple of them on the shelf um, at the mom and pop shop. Never saw this in Blockbuster. Never. Um, so we watched this one and I fucking fell in love. And I love this series now. Um, the other day I was I was sick from work and I was you know, at home not doing anything. And um, I realized that they dropped all of the subspecies on Screenbox. So I went through, I think I made it up to, made it up until about three. And they are so fun. They have that full moon cheese I'm talking about. And it's it's so quirky and so fun. So let me let me read the uh, synopsis. It's actually a couple. Um the first one is really, really short that I, I kind of like. So I think we're just gonna go with that one. It's three students get caught in the struggle between a good vampire and his evil brother in the Transylvanian mountains. So it's pretty much about um two friends who meet up with uh, an, another friend that they went to school with who you know now lives in Transylvania and they're trying to document um like rituals and and uh practices in the Transylvanian area there that they are staying in and they stay in, in a castle and then and they meet a, a vampire and they meet another vampire and it's all centered around like this this bloodstone and the second 
film really hammers in the Bloodstone um, story a little bit more. Um, and the bad vampire is Radu. And he looks so fucking sick. Like, even like his voice is so, so, so good. Let me, let me go through the actors really fast. Um, Angus Scrim, which I didn't even realize that he plays um, the king. And then we have Anders Hove, who plays Radu, who I think does a great, great, great job. Um, and I really just I want to highlight him so much because his acting and the way that he moves and portrays and uses his mouth and his hands because he's got the long fingers. And they play a lot of like homage to no Nosferatu, you know, way back when with him using shadows and morphing in and out and using that to essentially quote unquote teleport is what I say. You know, he can kind of go wherever he wants as long as he's in the shadows. Um, and I, I think he transforms into a bat once or twice, but it's really more about using shadows. And of course they have, you know, some of the other tropes that are in here for vampires like sunlight um and um the stake and and the cross like they have like a lot of that stuff but the the use of the shadows i never really saw that much in film um, when it came to to vampires other than like nosferatu um and it's super fun it's really really fun and you get to see uh, you know a handful of, of vampires in in here and if you are looking for a I want to say fresh, um, but this is an older movie. But I've been thinking um, about this this quote that I heard from Tom Savini, and um, I think it was in his documentary, or maybe it was in one of the Search of Darkness things. Is um, it's not old if you haven't seen it, um, meaning like films, and I stand by that a lot. So this isn't really, I guess, an older film if you go by that kind of logic or um, thinking like that, but. It's definitely a film and a series um, that you need to go and check out. And um, everybody says Puppet Master is like the best full moon um, like series out there. But I honestly think I'm leaning towards subspecies as my new favorite. And um, they have other full moon uh, films on Screenbox that have been on there for a while. Um, like I think they have demonic toys on there, which is really, really cool. And I like that one. That might actually be part of the Elvira um, collection that they have on there. But subspecies, um, one through five, is super duper fun. Um, I'm going to go to Rotten Tomatoes to see if they have any other information I can throw to you guys. Um, so it does have some scores. So the tomato meter is 83% not certified fresh. It has six reviews. And audience score is 52 percent with um 2500 plus reviews which is pretty pretty good i guess for a direct to video uh let me see oh that's funny it doesn't even give you like the the direct to video date it gives you the streaming date when this is released and it was june 27 2006 um we have no budget or anything like that but full moon movies are usually fairly low Low budget films, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. Oh, okay. IMDb does have a score, and it's 5.5 out of 10, which is pretty freaking good, to be honest. Um, for a full moon feature, I feel like a lot of people shit on them because of how cheesy and and quote unquote low budget feel that they have. But I really enjoy that 
a lot. Um, so that's pretty much all for subspecies. And now we're going to move on to the second film. And I have to thank Boomer um, for... I don't want to say making me, but like requesting that I watch um, the first one for the essential picks when I was going around asking people um, what their picks were. And that's The Barn. And now we have The Barn Part 2, which is like... It's so crazy and there's so much horror icon love in this film like you got joe bob briggs you got linnea quigley in there you got doug bradley um i think there's a couple other um cameos that are in in this too it's so fucking fun um and um they have dossie in there from um you know uh the last drive-in there's a lot of really really cool things about this series or i guess you can even kind of say a franchise now because of just how big it's like a, a cult indie franchise is what i'm going to call it cult indie franchise i'm I'm coining that um and it, it's written by um justin seaman again just like the first one who was also directed it um there's something really special about these films for how low budget they are but how great the effects are for what you think the budget is and i don't know if there is a budget release for this film let me see is imdb gonna i mean because i know rotten tomatoes has barely anything on this because i think it literally just came just came out on um screen box um yeah no no talk of budget, but I can I can tell it's pretty low. Um, so it pretty much you now picks up. Uh, was it? Let me see. It might tell me. Let me read the synopsis because I think it tells me. Um, so here's the synopsis: The Halloween ban is now lifted in Helen's Valley, in the sorority girls of Gamma Two Spy uh, place. Michelle in charge of their annual haunted house. Why is this only giving me? Let me go to uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's going to be super short. Oh, this is a... Oh, no, this is it. So this is better. So this is the Rotten Tomato ones because IMDb cut me off. With the ban on Halloween lifted in her hometown, hometown, Michelle and her best friend Heather in charge of the annual haunted house. Unfortunately for Michelle, some un uninvited trick-or-treaters from her past come knocking. Um, so this takes uh, place a couple years after the events of the first one. And it does a really, really great job of continuing the story and bringing back the, the killers from the first one and also um, with some returning characters from the first one coming back. And you're like, oh, this is fucking awesome. The kills are great. It's set in a, in a, um, in a, uh, a haunted house, really. Oh, Drew um, Marvick, too, is also in this. And I, I love Drew. Drew's such a great guy. He's also a friend of the show. We did Pool Party Massacre, and he's in a bunch of other fucking films that are coming out this year. Um, so he's definitely someone to look out for. Um, this is so fun. And if you need a, a movie that's going to give you the fall feeling, this one and the original Barn. So if you do the Barn into the Barn Part 2, like you, you're in fall. Like, hands down, nothing tops it, in my opinion. 
Um, so whenever I'm feeling like I need that kind of uh, boost or or sensation, I would throw in the first one. But now that we have the second film, I have another one I can I can rotate. Um, usually I go to the Halloween films um, to really boost that for me because I I love Halloween so much. And then going to this one, I I don't. This is something about it that is so different but feels so familiar and i can't really put a name on it i don't know what it is um whether it's just the the fact that it feels so low budget because it is and also feels so straight to video um and i i don't know if the first one ever got any kind of uh theatrical release i don't think this one is going to i think it was just kind of just ported right on to Screenbox, and i think it can rent it also on you know amazon and whatnot but we're here to talk about Screenbox. um it's just a great film and um i don't want to talk too much about what happens in here because it's pretty spoilery but um I will say that if you are looking for that fall feeling and you want to be ported into that time of the year, check this out. And especially if you want really good effects, really cool cameos, um, pretty good acting, really, um, in my opinion, for uh, a film like this. It's it's great. It's really, really great. Um, so I think that's pretty much all gonna, I'm going to say about these two films. And I hope I'm doing justice for you to go check these out um so it's subspecies in the barn part two um and my viewing order would be subspecies into the barn part two um one because you got a vampire flick that is i don't want to say it's slow because it's not really slow but there's a lot of of plot in the way when you got the barn part two which is pretty straightforward if you've seen the first one you know what you're getting yourself into um, and, and you land off feeling like you are in the fall season. And I enjoy that a hell of a lot. Um, another really cool thing about um, both of these films is that they are super fucking fun. I, I really try not to put any films on this list that I think might bore some people. But everybody has their own opinions on everything. But I hope... You guys go check these out, and I hope you come over to Screenbox and you check it out. Give it a chance. Get you know, get your first month. Get yourself in there. Go through my essential list because um, this is episode twelve. I'm pretty sure. So there's two films per episode. So you have you got twenty four fucking movies to go and check out. Um, and another thing that's happening this week is we're finally doing. My live movie host of Sweet Relief, and it's happening Thursday. So it'll be happening two days from when this is released. I'm so excited, so amped. Um, it's a three-hour event, and the people who are going to be there is going to be great. So the Q&A is going to be recorded. It's going to be recorded, I think, pretty much audio only. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get a video. I'm trying to get that set up to um, have someone there to document um as much as I possibly can for this, because it's gonna be super duper cool. Um, so for anybody who is local in Massachusetts or Salem, tickets are still available, and I will have those linked in the uh, description to um, anywhere you go and watch this film. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in, and 
putting up with the kind of sporadic schedule that I've had um, over the last couple of weeks, and especially with Dean not really being here that much. I'm trying to really keep the train going and balancing getting everything ready for the live show um, and also trying to watch as many films as I can for you guys. But um, this week, there's some really cool things that are coming out, and um, I'm excited to put them out and for everybody to go and listen to them. But um, as always, if anybody is listening here and you are wanting to come on here and you watch Screenbox and you want to throw a film in here and talk it with me and I can match it with my own pick, you are more than welcome to shoot me a DM either on Instagram or on Twitter or even on um, uh, what, what the hell is the um, uh, Slasher, the Slasher app. I just started using that a little bit. So um, I'm pretty much everywhere. So feel free to DM me and I'll get you on a Screenbox Essential Picks episode. And Screenbox, thank you for everything you have been doing with these awesome boxes you've been sending us with, you know, showing a lot of love with um, all the episodes that we've been doing for you guys. Um, I'm having a lot of fun. And um, thank you guys so much for being here. And I'll check I'll see you, not check you. I will see you on the next one. Stay scared. <laughs>